Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We are in season seven and are carefully addressing some very serious issues. Today, we're going to discuss the LGBTQ plus episode. If you haven't heard it in the What the Flock episode, please give it a listen. The information in that episode is necessary to fully benefit from the Music of Life Church podcast companion episode. Okay, and in this episode, what we're going to do is help you understand how to interact with a person who holds a belief differently than the one based in biblical doctrine. Okay, we're going, uh, we're doing this in order to help you lead with love, both to those who have hurt others and those who have been hurt. I'm Jonathan Fries, and I'm here with Joel Swakowski. Hey, Joel, can you remind us of the topic for this episode? Yes, this episode, we covered the topic of LGBTQ+. And for clarity, allow me to break down this acronym for you once again. It stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. The Q is either queer or sometimes can be questioning. And then the plus, I see it as kind of like an et cetera where it represents into any other thing that I may I like identify myself with in this community. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are your initial thoughts from the episode? I feel like, wow, what a great first episode, a great first topic and a, and a great proof that when we are taking direction from God and dealing with issues or any topic for that matter, according to God's will, the way it is done is so caring Mm. and it addresses the uniqueness of the person and it doesn't judge. And it is this, like really what I can't get away from is this dissolve approach. Right. Of just like, no, we're going to take a backward step from what people think the problem is. Right. It's like, no, no, we're not going to address the specific quote unquote issue of LGBTQ plus head on, we're going to take a backward step and try to take a look at this the way God would. Right. Because it is, I mean, this, this is a, this is an issue really of hating God or not hating God. It really is. Is where this, where this starts from as well as every issue. Hey, I'm struggling with this issue or this is, I, I see these, this people, you know, what these people are doing as a sin, or I don't, you know, uh, why are you lumping it in the topic of issues? It's like, no, wait, wait, wait. What we're saying is, is that there has been so much damage that has been done in this topic. It starts with people not hearing each other, but it all points back to, as soon as we start talking about what is sin or what's not sin, we got to go back to God. Yeah. We got to go back to that place and what that person believes and who it is that we're dealing with, you know, like motivating people who don't believe in God or what the Bible says by God. And what the Bible says is like such a wrong move. Right. Yeah, it is. is It's such a mistake. Yeah. And the, the normal approach from either side, you know, from the bullying side or the enabling side, Neither of those sides of the argument result in the 
benefit Paul taught in the supplementary episode that we covered. Not, neither the strict or the loose side, the bullying or the enabling side results in loving the other person. They both hurt the other person. And it's more about this debating perspective of, I want to be right about what I believe. And part of a strategy I have, the feeling right, is proving other people wrong. Absolutely. And that's a lot of where, you know, what what really stuck out to me is that I, I can speak for personal experience that my feelings are not objective. Right. I cannot be cruising or living my life based upon how I feel right now as the sole determiner of what is right or what is wrong. Right. And that's and now, where we get into a, a, a sticky situation. Yeah. What And what I don't hear you saying is that feelings are wrong. The feelings are valid. And feelings are great a lot Absolutely. of the times. And they're they're informative. Yeah. They can be right. They can be wrong. They're not objective. But they're not objective. So we need to be careful not to let them guide our behavior. Exactly. We should exactly. enjoy our feelings and right. embrace our feelings, but they shouldn't be leading us. Exactly. Hey, Jonathan, can you give an overview of the damage done? with this episode's topic? I sure can. Because as I stated in What the Flock episode, it's imperative that we strive to repeat back to the other person what they believe to their satisfaction, not to my satisfaction, not to, I think I get it, now let's move on. I repeat back to someone to their satisfaction. This is where repair begins. So it's with understanding the other person first. If agreement happens, which I love it when it does, it happens after understanding takes place. And we're not in control of agreement, Joel. I would, sometimes I'd love to be. I wish I, yeah, I wish I could make people agree with me. Right? (laughs) But I'm not in control of that. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. uh, We are in control of understanding. Right. And that understanding is what we are focused on here. Right. So an overview of both sides of this topic is the strict side judges the LGBTQ plus community as sinners. Bad people, sinners, right? Not following God, etc. While the loose side enables people by focusing only on helping people feel good. When? Later? No, 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 no right now in the moment if it feels good right now that's what you do and that is enabling all right so now let me let me take a shot at this i want to repeat back to you the damage and see if i see if i can do so according to or to your satisfaction so what i'm hearing you say is that the strict side judges the people within the lgbtq plus community as sinners maybe even they're going to hell and God hates them. Totally. While the loose side, the enablers tend to be the people that focus only on feeling good in the moment. Or a lot of times this is manifested by this trending idea of just live your own truth, which the enabling there is put, it it is based on how we feel. and, And unfortunately it leads to us 
putting ourselves in God's place as the source of truth, which is idol- ultimately idolatry. Does that satisfy your summary of the strict and loose side? Absolutely. And, you know, especially when you said judging and, you know, that the strict side judges and especially that the loose side is only focused on feelings. Like okay. that was real. That's really important to me. Yeah. Is it's an only focus on feelings. The strict side is judging people and the loose side is enabling people by focusing only on the feelings. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That is that is right on the money. Great. Great. Well, then let's talk about uh, dealing with people, Joel. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So how would you handle a person who holds the man-made belief about this topic? What do I, what do, what do we mean by that? What do I mean by that? Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to take a look. We'll, we'll do it depends on what they believe about this topic and what we mean by, I guess we'd say a person who holds to the man-made belief about this topic would be anything outside of God's perspective is man-made. Anything, right? anything out of, anything out of the truth, right. the non-contradictory ultimate answer. Right. Cause God doesn't operate outside of truth. So anything outside of truth is man-made. So what we're going to do is take a careful look at five different common perspectives as it relates to this topic. It really does depend on what they believe. Now notice our approach to these five different man-made beliefs is all going to be along the lines of the same mentality we've had from the what the flock episode to the beginning of this episode, which is seeking to understand the person regardless of what they say. Okay. So number one, someone could say homosexuality is a sin. My, my response or a response you could use is what is your definition of homosexuality? I love that. Or what is your definition of sin? Mm -hmm. Because this statement is contingent on the definition of those two keywords. And I need to know what they believe about those words in order for me to even understand them or to, to find out if we're in agreement or not, or to even know what they mean by this statement. And then another one is, do you approach everything you believe is a sin the way that you approach homosexuals? So again, I ought to be coming to this person or responding to this person with a spirit of understanding and not trying to slam them up against the wall by these confrontational questions, just understanding them. Mm -hmm. Number two, here's a common one. Jonathan, this is who I am. I was born this way. Mm -hmm. Well, here, a lot of times this is, this is loose side. So we can see this often as somebody measuring who they are and how they were born based on how they feel. I could just say, yeah, humans are born with a lot of physical attributes and a lot of different feelings. How do we know which ones are who we are and which ones are just effects? So it's a question I could ask to try to understand more what this person means by this who I am. I was born this way. 
And notice again, like these questions can seem hard to ask and can seem confrontational. But if you put yourself in the position of, no, I'm actually trying to love this person. No, these are great questions. It's unfortunately, these topics are so controversial that it's hard to ask any question, even in a loving fashion without the person responding in a defensive manner, because we've told ourselves time and time again, when we talk about these topics, it's a fight. It's to win. Yeah. Yeah. It's to win. It's a competition. I have to prove you wrong. And what we're trying to do, part part of what we're trying to do is let's talk about these topics and give the tools to where people can start. Like you said, in the, what the fuck episode, let's start being civil. Mm -hmm. Here's a third one. We've heard this. This is corrupting the state of marriage. Yes, we have. The LGBTQ plus community has been judged as corrupting the state of marriage. We've seen that. But here's a great question to ask. I'm just going to give you one recommended response here. And it dissolves the whole thing. What's your definition of marriage? Leave it at that. And if you need to, Listen to our earlier seasons where we talk about marriage, sex before marriage in particular. Yeah, and you're de- and you're and I'd love to know what the definition of corrupt is as well. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good. That's another thing. <laughs> you find these keywords, right? Oh, these yeah. keywords in these statements. Oh yeah. Ask them what their definition of corrupt is. That's another great one. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah. Now, number four. God loves everyone just the way they are. Man, that's encouraging. But if it's in response to this topic, I could start by just saying, yes, he does. And then follow it with a, do you know how to help people determine who they are? Or do you know how to help people understand or determine who God created them to be? And then number five, God hates this group of people and they're going to hell. Now, here's a few I want to give you for this one. And they're all definition questions. Again, finding the key words in the statement a person made, trying to take myself out of the context of the interaction I'm having, trying to, which part of the context is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And when people come at you and make statements like this, it feels bad. It feels abusive. And oftentimes it is. We need to try to have the ability, and that's so what the reason is for learning these tools is so we can take ourselves out of the context, try to get ourselves out of what we're feeling in the moment and think about these things objectively. So with this, right. I could ask the following questions. Well, what's your definition for God and his nature? Because mm-hmm. you say God hates this group of people. Mm-hmm. I could ask, what's your definition for hate? Or what does it mean when God hates something? Because they say God is hating this group. And then the third one is, what's your definition of the salvation process? Because they're making a statement that this group of people that God, that according to them, God hates, is going to go to hell. So go back to, well, what's the definition of salvation or the salvation process? So there's five very common uh, perspectives as it relates to this topic. And the recommended responses that would would at least allow you to do your part in having a civil conversation with this person. Oh, it's so difficult to remove emotions. It is from it, and and 
it's, we're not saying that emotions are wrong. It just shouldn't, you know, your, your, your happiness, your anger, your sadness, your fear should not drive the, the civil discourse that you have. Right. Right. Because oftentimes it drives us right away from being able to hear someone else. Finally, can you remind us once more, what is the ultimate answer related to this topic? Ultimately, when interacting with either side, the person ought to take direction from God via grace in order to love them. Grace and love are key to avoid enabling and key to avoiding judging the other person with the hopes of winning them. And in this specific case, I could ask the four questions that help everyone regardless of the issue. One, do you hate God? Mm -hmm. Two, will you do what God leads you to do? Three, what is God leading you to do? And four, are you doing what God is leading you to do? Right. So I want to make sure I understand here. And you, a listener, why don't you pause and see if you can repeat back to Joel the ultimate answer to his satisfaction? Ultimately, when we're at interacting with either side, the strict or the loose side, be the leader. Facilitate their purpose and progress. How do you do that? By taking direction from God, by following what he says, which is grace. And what are you trying to do in their life with them? You're trying to love them. That's it. Not trying to convince them. We're trying to lead them in love as we're taking direction from uh, God through his grace, his influence. Yeah. So in this context, we can use these four questions with everyone, regardless of the issue. You, you're struggling with this issue. You're struggling with that issue an LGBTQ plus conversation, a eating meat sacrifice to idols yeah. or drinking, smoking, swearing. Yeah. Number one, do you hate God? Number two, will you do what God leads you to do? Number three, what's God leading you to do? Number four, are you doing what God's leading you to do? Is that it, Joel? Is that, is that, I yeah, I would you? just add, I, I'm not sure if I heard this. I want to just I want to just clarify one key point that I said, and, and it is the addition of grace and love being the key to avoiding enabling and avoiding judging the other person. Right. And so that's what keeps us safe in both of these. Yeah. It helps us grace and love helps us deal with the people who are judging, yeah. helps us deal with the people who are enabling right. in a safe just right and true fashion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, that's definitely to my satisfaction. Thank you. Excellent. Thank you, Joel. And thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We'll see you next time.